just like drinking a lot of alcohol. He's smoking a lot of cigarettes. You know, it's like didn't eat healthy, didn't really take care of himself, didn't exercise, didn't hit the gym, didn't do anything, you know, healthy, right? So the moment what happened was, you know, it's like he got, you know, diagnosed with lung cancer. And afterwards, it was just like, man, you know, it's like he just quit cold turkey, stopped the smoking, stopped the drinking. And, you know, it's like what happened after that was he started getting into exercise, but already it was too late, right? The diamonds are symbolic of all the pressure they put on me until I shine. My life is symbiotic with the culture. I could never, ever lose the vibe. Make sure they rolling one up for me, because it's been a long ride. We're doing this one for Money T. Keep his name alive. All right. Awesome. Ray Tang Fitness. Thank you for coming on the podcast, the Healthy Nin Podcast. We're heavily focused on mental health, fitness, and life goals and what makes you unique. So thank you for coming on, bro. Appreciate yes, you. for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Ray, is just kind of like what you do and yep. how you motivate clients. And I know that's like one of your biggest passions and we can go into other things too, but definitely want to know the main thing, why you do what you do and, you know, what you get out of it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, So my dad was just like drinking a lot of alcohol. He's smoking a lot of cigarettes. You know, it's like didn't eat healthy, didn't really take care of himself, didn't exercise, didn't hit the gym, didn't do anything, you know, healthy, right? So the moment what happened was, you know, it's like he got, you know, diagnosed with lung cancer. And afterwards, it was just like, man, you know, it's like he just quit cold turkey, stopped the smoking, stopped the drinking. And, you know, it's like what happened after that was he started getting into exercise, but already it was too late. Right. So, right. you know, long story short, he passed away due to that. And it just like struck at, like struck me as a kid, you know, being 12 years old. I was like, man, like, how do I provide for my mom? All that stuff. And I was like, man, like only if he were to take care of his health, take care of his like uh, diet, his exercise, like he would still be here today, I feel like. So that's why I kind of do what I do is because I want to show up every single day to be a role model, to be an example, to embody that lifestyle, to live a healthy lifestyle, to also share it with other men, you know, it's like to help them level up in all aspects of their life, uh, financially, mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's like, that's my mission to train up one guy so well that he is a positive impact into his home, his communities, his workplace, his kids, right? So that's kind of a quick backstory on me. No, that's really inspiring, bro, because I can definitely relate to that because I do have parents with health issues. And it's tough because, uh, like you said, the biggest worry is like when they go away and it's kind of like how they went away is kind of like tough on you and takes a toll. So I definitely have something similar to you going on at home. And yeah. I appreciate you for being vulnerable because it it kind of like triggers a lot. Like, you know, you can sit there and complain and be like, damn, I'm in this situation. But you kind of took the charge to almost do something about it. And yeah. now you're yeah. using it to help other people, right? Like your clients, you know, even maybe your mom at home or yourself even, right? And yeah. I see you yeah. with your content day in and day out, actually. And uh, I always see you also being very active in your comments on Instagram that, you know, you like to empower others. And I've seen the transformations that men go through specifically. I don't yeah. know if you do women as well. I think 
you do as well, right? Uh, yeah, but maybe men. women on the side, but you know, it's like mainly just my page is marketed towards men. But whenever I post client testimonials and all that stuff, you know, like women are like, yo, can you help me too? Do like, I see your bios, <laughs> help men. Like, do you help women too? It's like, I have experience helping women, but you know, I don't want get, you know, out there. Um, like, right, right, right. No, definitely. I mean, I guess you just relate. Obviously, you're a man, so you relate more to men. But you don't mind helping women, you know. It is. Yeah. It. It's still. It's all one thing, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I. I feel you. So like, what is one thing you've been seeing right now, especially with mental health and fitness, that you see in maybe like some of your clients if they do open up to you or they don't, but or, or yeah. even in your life, right? Um, something that you had to overcome mentally because. I think fitness is also physical, but it's also mental, right? Like a lot of it, diet, um, just the day-to-day, right? Grind, so. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, you know, it's like I was just able to be more focused, more confident. And, you know, it's like I I was just, you know, it's like always dealing with like the struggles of like, man, you know, it's like what are others going to think of me? You know, it's like self-doubt, you know, it's like just fear, right? But, you know, over time, as I was able to have that integrity with myself, you know, just showing up, doing the daily consistent things day in, day out, I was able to build that confidence over time. And I truly believe, you know, it's like when you say you're going to do things and you actually do it, you're going to build so much personal confidence in yourself. Um, And in turn, you know, it's like that's going to improve like mental health as well. You know, it's like, um, but, you know, it's like for a lot of my clients, like we, we talk very deep as well right you know it's like a lot of the mental struggles and barriers that they go through you know it's like it's very deep stuff you know it's like i feel like when it comes to health and fitness it's pretty easy right work out more eat less right for the most part but there's so many more like complexities that come into that equation than those two things right because if life was very seamless they didn't have any work issues they didn't have any relationship issues they didn't have like their own roadblocks in their mind, fitness would be so easy. Weight loss would be so easy. Fat loss would be so easy. They can do it themselves, right? But a lot of the times, you know, it's like why a lot of my clients hire me is because they're stuck in their own minds. They're dealing with relational issues. They're dealing with work issues. And they're like, bro, like, how do I solve this? They're looking to me as a leader and a coach, you know, to help them problem solve, right? And right. that's what I think about you know, like for myself too, right? It's just like, how can I objectively, you know, it's like help my clients solve these problems, like having my experience, having, you know, it's like my knowledge, how can I customize a solution so that they can, you know, solve their problems in the quickest and easiest way possible and to get out of their own way as well. Sometimes it's just maybe a quick reminder, but, you know, it's like, I would say like the mentality has everything to deal with fitness because it's all about your thoughts your beliefs and that turns into your attitudes and it's your attitudes will turn into the actions that you take which will result in the lifestyle that you actually live no i i I totally agree with you man i mean i think you definitely need somebody to hold you accountable for sure i think it's one of those things where if you do have a coach the way your coaching style is plays a really strong impact on your clients and if they bond with you then it's so much easier to work with them and them to trust you right and that's amazing if they trust you they're gonna keep coming back because they're gonna develop this sense of priceless connection right it's not like a money thing but it's more so like hey ray's like 
help me lose 10 pounds. Now let's see if you can help me lose the next 10 more pounds or next 10 more pounds. Right. And then eventually becomes like an addicting cycle. And I, I uh, uh, totally agree with you there. I mean, I did CrossFit for like a year or two. I don't do it anymore because of my back and, you know, I take it easy now. You know, (laughs) Yeah, we're jerking like the freaking uh, barbell squat, but now I just am getting into powerlifting, but stretching and stuff. I like to play around with my fitness because I'm not, I'm someone, I, I struggle with, Staying consistent with the same bro split and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So I like challenging myself. I like doing half marathons, but I, yeah, I like to stay yeah. moving, right? That's the main thing. And I have something at home too that you kind of relate uh, hit home to is yeah. the fact that like when you have a parent or someone kind of struggling at home, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think people in the gym relate really heavily to it because mm-hmm. um, it's one of those things where it's just like, it's kind of like you're facing your demons and you're kind of facing yourself and when you see someone going through that you're like yo like i'm gonna be way better than that you know yeah i totally agree with you there man but uh tell me about like how where'd you get your accountability factor from like how did you become so accountable to yourself and to others like how did that happen yeah so i feel like naturally like i grew up playing sports so i was connected you know it's like with other like-minded people you know it's like chasing all after the same goal uh, so I would play like basketball, volleyball, yeah, and so many more sports. Um, but those were like team sports, right? You know, it's like I realized, you know, it's like the coaches that challenged me the most and that helped me grow as a person the most were those that kept me accountable. So, you know, it's like I truly believe in, in life. You need three types of accountability to succeed in any aspect of your life and go further, right? The first one is self-accountability right? Like you got to want it for yourself, right? right? In terms of weight loss, it's like, you got to want it for yourself. No one's going to come on knocking on your door and be like, Hey, do I need you to lose these 20, 30 pounds? No one's going to do that. You got to have that internal want for yourself. Right. And then two, it's like, you got to have pure accountability, your friends, your family, significant other, just people in your community. You know, it's like some people would be like, Hey, bro, you're doing such a great job. Keep it up. Right. I'm proud of you. You know, just isn't like just a small word of encouragement could help so much, right? You know, it's like towards someone's journey and towards their goal because everyone has different goals in life. But just a simple word of encouragement is like, hey, what goals are you working on? Dude, you know, it's like, would love to hold you accountable, right? And then three is expert accountability, a coach and a mentor in a field that you want to grow in. For example, if you wanted, you know, it's like to get better at fitness, hire a fitness coach. You want to get better at basketball? hire a basketball coach. You want to get better at piano, hire a piano coach, right? Having that extra accountability is going to show you exactly what you need to do each and every single day and have a blueprint from an expert, someone that's been there, done that, and going to give you that roadmap to do what you want to accomplish. So if you have those three types of accountability in any aspect and realm, I realize that's when people truly succeed the most. Yeah. Right. I, I definitely agree with you there too, because I feel like all these people who are extremely successful, I'm sure like there's actors, celebrities, fitness people who even from other countries are super fit, but they can't speak. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then the next few interviews you see them, you're like, wait, how are they able to speak so well? Like, yeah. Where the hell did this come from? And it's usually like, like you said, a coach for everything. Right. Yeah. But in your definition, definition, how do you distinguish an awesome coach like you versus yeah. Yeah. A coach who may not that be that not that be that great because 
you know, they may just not have experience or yeah. some other reason, right? Because there's bad coaches out there. So that's yeah. something I wanted to kind of approach you on. Like, how do you distinguish towards bad coaching and good coaching? Yeah, so I feel like that's a very good question and a very interesting question as well. Um, yeah. How I like to approach it is, you know, it's like I, I like to use inverted thinking, you know, towards, you know, it's like anything to create like creative solutions for it. So rather than thinking, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like what makes an awesome coach? I think about what makes a terrible coach, right? Gotcha. What makes a terrible coach? One is like not being consistent in showing up for your clients. Two okay. is, you know, it's like not caring about your clients. Three right. is not supporting your clients. You know, it's like four, you know, it's like just completely ghosting them, doing whatever, right? Just like half, half assing, you know, it's like whatever it is, right? And five, it's just like, you don't, you just don't show up for them, right? And when mm -hmm. I think about that, it's just like, man, you know, it's like, I know what not to do now. So I'm just going to do the complete opposite, right? I'm going to show up for my clients. I'm going to show up, stay accountable, stay consistent, be a man of integrity. You know, it's like, stay consistent and just show up, show them that I love them, care for them, and how much I want them to succeed, right? And I truly believe, you know, it's like for my clients, especially it's like, they don't care how much, you know, unless they know that you care. Right. That's right. the biggest aspect is, you know, it's like that support and that personal connection. Right. And that's what I try to really build with my clients. So that's why, you know, it's like, they love working with me because they're like, man, you know, it's like, I resonate with the energy you give that energy. And, you know, it's like, you're teaching me so many different things that I didn't know before. And I show up for them each and every single day. Like we got a group chat, we're always encouraging in there. And I just try to think, you know, it's like, what are the qualities of a bad coach, right? right. And, you know, so I try to do the opposite. And obviously I'm not perfect. So in every client testimony in interview, you know, it's like, I would try to ask my clients, hey, like, what are some ways that I can, I can improve as a coach? But I feel like for the most part, like 98% of the time, dude, they're like, dude, you're an amazing coach. I don't got anything to say. <laughs> There's little things in there. So I try to figure that. So um, that stuff out myself too. A lot of yeah, stuff. Because it's also hard for the customer to also sometimes, even sometimes if some customers don't think you're a good coach, yeah. some people, they don't want to, they want to avoid confrontation, right? They want to be like, oh, okay. Like, I don't want him to feel bad. So I'm not going to tell him. Yeah. how he is or, or they think you're a really good coach but they also don't want to show that like yeah. you know like some people just don't want to like talk about it right yeah. especially especially as guys i feel like we kind of are very stoic so we kind of struggle to show too much emotion at certain times right so yeah because um, like we're like yeah bro like thanks man like you you're the bro you're, you're the man but then it's like tough to you know say exactly what is good coaching and bad coaching but that's awesome yeah. man yeah and, and like, how do you, I guess, like, are, are you like, uh, like your, I guess, coaching style, do you get vulnerable with your clients as well? Yeah. Um, it comes to certain things because that's very important. Right. Yeah. Um, cause there's so many, um, life coaches out there. So mm -hmm. I want to know your secret. Like what is something that makes you a little unique compared yeah. to others? So I would say, you know, it's like, I always think about that question before, even when I first started this business, yeah. cause I'm just like, bro, you know, it's like, yeah. How many fat less coaches are there? There's so exactly. many. Right? Exactly. It's like, how do you, how do I differentiate myself from them? And, you know, it's like, I had a coach myself and, you know, it's like my coach shared with me, it's just like, the only thing that makes you unique is you, your story, your experiences, your upbringings, your insecurities, you know, it's like how you were raised, 
how you and like how you were like uh you know it's like gone through your journey you know it's like no one can take that away from you no one can take you away from you right so it's just like at the end of the day you know it's like these fat loss coaches may have different methodologies but roughly around the same it's just like pretty much the same stuff right just wrapped up in different ways but you know it's like what differentiates me is just like just like my values my beliefs my upbringings my experiences the pains that I've gone through, the insecurities. So, you know, it's like you said, right? It's just like sharing vulnerable things for people to relate, right? It's like a lot of storytelling, right? I do that a lot of the times on my Instagram just to share my story, right? And whoever resonates with that, you know, it's like um, will become, you know, it's like a raving fan, they say, right? Because it's kind of like if, you know, I feel like, regards in regarding to like building a personal brand it's just you right it's like for me like if i post about basketball the people that love basketball they're gonna resonate with that they're gonna be like yo i love that you know it's like like kobe right i love kobe bryant so anyone that likes kobe you know it's like we would be pretty good friends right (laughs) so it's like i go to church and you know it's like if there's any other christians you know it's like that see me going to church they're like oh amen you know it's like praise god it's just like though posting those things posting more about myself and who i am allows people to connect with me deeper as a coach because people don't buy coaching like they buy coaches right that do the coaching so yeah yeah one thing i learned definitely about social media is like it can be really toxic or really positive positive. Yeah. and if you're doing it if you're coming on social media with the intention of being like an impact to others and being vulnerable yeah. and not caring about the hate, then you're going to do really yeah. successful. But yeah. if you end up doing like kind of like caving into the negative comments, then you have self-doubt and then it's going to impact your overall coaching. So I definitely think it's, it's awesome. One awesome thing I saw is like, you actually end up ended up on my feed because yeah. I love like working with fitness people. Um, yeah. And I saw that you did like the whole, uh, you know, obviously with men, like the, the pounds that drop, right. And you always show the before after, uh, but I also saw like on your stories, you read a lot, right. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool because in the morning you actually do it. I'm like, I tried it one day. I wanted to sleep, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> so how'd you do that? Like, how, are you still staying consistent with that? Because yeah. it's pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of hard to do that 5 a.m. So yeah. So you know, it's like for me, it's all about consistency, right? And I feel like that's one uh, core value of mine that I want to display to show to my clients right? It's just like having a consistent morning routine as best as you can. Obviously, there's going to be times where you're traveling, you're doing this, you're doing that. But for the most part, you know, I really tried to wake up early and to have that, you know, it's like non-negotiable morning routine so that, you know, it's like I can fill myself up first before I pour into others. That's very important as a coach, right? You know, it's like because sometimes, you know, it's like you got to pour yourself first before you try to fill others. Otherwise, you're pouring from an empty cup, right? Yeah. So uh, for me, like I've always, you know, it's like I, I actually didn't like, like reading books as a kid. I actually hated reading books, right? You know, like book reports, you know. I'm I, like, I, I like visual more, so. Yeah, I, I would hate it. Like, you know, it's like the books that they made us read in like middle school, high school, college, all that stuff. You know, it's like, I just hated reading books like that. But, you know, it's like it wasn't until like I think it was 2019 or 2020 um that like i read this book by john wooden it was like the game plan uh for life you know it's like the power of like mentorship and coaching um when i read that 
it was there was one aspect it talked about like indirect mentorship and i was like what the heck is that and indirect mentorship is like when you're reading or you're consuming information from somebody else that you've never come into contact with and there's so much to learn from there and you know it's like the author was talking about like how he was learning from mother Teresa, how he was learning from dr martin luther king you know it's like all of these different types of people and able to build his own like values beliefs and you know it's like habits from those people that he respected he just picked and choose towards like what he liked and he just implemented in his life and that got me thinking and i was like man you know it's like if i wanted to get better at this one aspect how would i go about doing it i would try to learn from the top of the field and work backwards and just read their book because i realized these people write books and put it you know they're they're like core message in a 200 page book and i'm like man you know i can i can read someone's like whole life experience what what has gone well for them you know the the most successful people in the field you know and just read it in a 200 page book and i'm like when i started reading that i was like golden nuggets everywhere i was learning so much and i was like man like what about habit building what about fitness what about you know it's like business what about entrepreneurship you know, and then I just got down this hole and, you know, it's like here today, you know, I got like tons. Yeah, I see that shit, dude. It's long ass out. Books. <laughs> but I realized, you know, it's like I'm a product of, you know, it's like the the information that I consume and the people that I surround myself with as well. And the beautiful thing about indirect mentorship is like you can get it through books, you can get it through podcasts, you can get it through YouTube, just surrounding myself, you know, it's like with other people that are kind of like along the path that I want to be on. So yeah, that's how I got into like reading books. And, you know, it's like, it's just like a consistent routine just to, you know, it's like get my mind top, like getting ready, you know, it's like to read one thing. And that one thing might be the message I want to preach to my clients. I think about, you know, it's like the topic that is, you know, it's like, in the book and i'm like how can i apply this to fitness and fat loss and i think about it i look over it and then i'm like all right you know it's like this is the message i want to talk to my clients today and i share it with them and they're like whoa that's genius i'm like that, that wasn't for me i just made it for fat loss right yeah yeah but it, it's so cool because like you're probably it's almost like you made this like habit of you grew up and you didn't like reading books but then you were like wait let me read stuff that i that resonates with me yeah. you start reading that and then you start cross comparing it to your life so yeah. you start seeing like some of the golden nuggets like you said earlier easter eggs that yeah. were really cool for like some of the ceos or you know like people that you find inspiring like i find david goggins inspiring or mark cuban yeah. and all yeah. those guys yep. and or, or mel robbins even and 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 the thing is like even mental health jay shetty um yeah. the thing is like you kind of cross compared them with your life and now you're applying it yeah. to like your portfolio and i think that's really cool that you know it, your, your clients are seeing it and then you're also like connecting the dots like wait i can do this with this but yeah. the only the book will tell you that answer right the 200 page book yeah. so you have to kind of read through it and see what works for you what doesn't right yeah, um absolutely no so i definitely i definitely think that's really cool that you started reading um how many books have you read to date just curious to know i lost track but you know it's like during covid i was reading like two books a week um, oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy. I read so much because during that time, it's like the lockdowns, shutdowns, and I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life. 
But, you know, it's like during that phase, you know, I learned so much reading through books, trying to implement as much as possible. Um, and that's kind of how I got down to like this entrepreneurship route. Also, you know, it's like one thing led to another, one thing led to another. Then, you know, I started searching things up on YouTube. Things on YouTube led me to, you know, it's like where I am today. Right. And yeah, you know, it's like I've probably read like probably like 300, 300 books. Like, Dude, that's so awesome. That's an achievement, bro. Yo, yeah. Give it up for Ray, man, in the chat. Or, or, yeah. That's freaking awesome, man. That's, yeah. that, I think like COVID helped a lot of people kind of find out their inner passions. And it kind of gave people, aside from COVID, like their time to reflect on yeah. things they're passionate and passionate about and what they want to do with their lives. So I think you found like what your calling was, you know? Yeah. So it's it was pretty awesome and stuff. So I think yeah. that's really cool, man. So yeah. uh, what is next? I guess like what is next for you on your journey? Like what are you, I guess, targeting now with your current page? Like is it still, I guess, like the fat loss stuff or is there any new new things up and coming with your page as as far as fitness? Yeah, so I would say right now, you know, it's like I'm looking for ways to, you know, it's like helping serve my clients a lot better. So I feel like one is just, um, you know, it's like content content creation and just creating as valuable content as much as possible. Um, and I truly believe that, you know, it's like, as you create valuable content where people, you know, who stumble on your page, you know, can get amazing results just by your free stuff alone makes your page very valuable. Right. And I think about it, um, you know, it's like for myself too, it's just like, if I started my fitness journey from day one and I didn't know a single thing, would I be able to look at my page and be inspired and want to take action and learn a lot of information that I can start implementing right away and start learning the mindset, the habits, the tips on exactly what to execute and what to implement, right? And I think, you know, it's like, as I'm consistent with that over time, you know, it's like naturally the page is just going to grow and I'm going to be able to impact more clients. Um, and I started doing more so like podcasts by myself as well. You know, it's like recording podcasts about certain topics, certain episodes, sharing with people, you know, it's like my journey and, you know, it's like connecting with them um, as well as sharing like fat loss tips as well. Um, you know, it's like having long, long form content allows them to get to know like my personality, who I am a lot more than, you know, it's like a quick, like 15 second reel, you know, it's like, there's like, Hey, these are my top three tips, you know? Um, yeah like getting someone, you know, it's like more in depth to see like, oh, what's his coaching actually like? What's his mindset like? What does he value? What does he believe? You know, what is his thoughts on consistency? You know, it's like, just being able to share that deeper will allow, you know, people to connect with it a lot more. And yeah, just like see how I coach and see if we vibe together. No, definitely, man. I think it's really important to have your own personality and your own kind of persona when you're yeah. coaching, because I think, like the way that got me attracted to your page was the fact that you did all these like testimonials with like people who want to lose weight, but you also have your own little habits and it kind of got me connected with you because I'm trying to get more into reading and I'm also trying to lose some weight and I'm yeah. trying to make sure by summer I have a, you know, six pack or four pack. Yeah. So I think it's, it's really cool that you're doing that for guys too. Cause I feel like nowadays like obesity is on an incline. And the thing is like people could definitely use somebody to hold them accountable. So Yo, yeah. thanks for uh you know working on this business man I, i'm sure it's helping a lot of people yeah so 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So I guess like one thing I guess I want to know was uh, aside from just fitness, what do you, I guess, what other things are you passionate about? Just like, so people could kind of get to know you. Are you going to start like a gym? Are you like playing on just kind of like focusing on some other activities you might like, you know, have people kind of relate to you or is it just mainly like, you know, fitness stuff? Yeah. So I would say like for me, like I'm a pretty simple guy. Um, you know, it's like, I love, you know, it's like working out. I love playing basketball in my free time and I love reading. And, you know, it's like, I also go to church as well. So, you know, it's like I take my faith uh, pretty seriously. So, you know, it's like those aspects and those avenues are, you know, it's like mainly where I spend most of my time um, as well as spending time with friends and family. Um, but, you know, it's like, I'm just focused on this path and in those areas in my life um, where I don't have like, like 20 different types of hobbies or anything like that. Um, but I would say, you know, it's like with these like main areas of focus, you know, I like to channel my energy towards those and have focus um, towards those. Um, but, you know, it's like, I'm always open to try new things, you know, it's like new hobbies. Um, but typically for the most part, you know, it's like I channel a lot of my energy towards, you know, it's basketball, my faith, um, you know, it's like developing, you know, it's like, my page, you know, it's like helping clients a lot more and just like dedicated to working out and helping others. No, I definitely feel you on that because I think having like those like three main core principles is really important. And faith is very important because when you have faith in yourself that you can do something, I mean, you can push yourself down such a strong path, but you need to definitely have strong faith. And definitely it's one of those things like with me also, I always look to God when I have, I'm kind of going through the downs, but even when I, I'm winning, I always go back to pay my respects and, yeah. you know, kind of like reflect like, hey, I am glad I can do this, right? Because sometimes like when you get really high up and you have probably like all these clients hitting you up, you're like, man, like this is a dream low key. Like this is, this is really cool that I'm able to interact with people and do this and pull this off because something like, you know, maybe like the old you would have, have never thought of, right? Reading yeah. all these books and doing all these things that are like pretty impactful to others. So, you know, kudos to you, man. Yeah, That's pretty cool. you know, it's like faith is definitely like a very important aspect of my life for sure. Um, you know, it's like being able to have that belief and, you know, it's like um, that foundation in God, you know, it's like allows you to get through like the highs and lows, um, the ebbs and flows, you know, it's like of life. Right. And just continuously yeah. believing um, and knowing that God's going to be with you no matter what. And whether it's through the like storms of life or the rainbows and sunshines that God's still good. Right. Yeah. And I'm, 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 uh, I love the Bible in the sense is cause some of the stuff that people post, like some of the verses are so impactful, yeah. but it's just like, you have to find the tidbits. Right. And it's really cool that people do, people do that because like some of the stuff I used to, I forgot the guy's name. He's in the morning. He always comes on and he always talks about the Bible, but it's really cool. Like some of the verses he talks about so it really does resonate with me. It's like gets me going in the morning and stuff too. So yeah. it's pretty dumb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, also one more thing I want to ask you. Yeah. Well, how do you think about protein? Is protein something that people should take like a heavy amount of when it comes to fat loss? Or is it more so about the dieting and the habits and stuff too? Because, you know, I've been hearing like a lot of protein does help you lose weight. Uh, mm-hmm. But obviously if you're not working out and stuff, it can impact you in a negative light. So. 
Yeah, so I would say, you know, it's like generally for the most part, you know, I recommend all of my clients to at least hit 140 grams to around like 200 grams of protein, uh, depending on their height, their weight, how much weight they want to lose. Uh, but for the most part, you know, a lot of my clients land in the 140 to 200 uh, grams of protein range. So kind of like the reason why you want to keep your protein intake high, um, especially when you're lifting, is because, you know, whenever you're in a caloric deficit, you're actually at risk to lose muscle mass, right? You know, it's like for the most part, unless you're a beginner, you're not going to be able to build muscle and lose fat at the same time, right? Unless you're a complete beginner and you get those newbie gains. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's like when you're in a caloric deficit, you want to maintain as much muscle mass as possible so a lot of times you know people will you know it's like cut their calories cut their proteins not eat starve they'll lose a lot of weight but it's weight and it's not necessarily fat right and they're also right. muscle mass at the same time which over you know like which short term looks great on the scale short term but long term what's going to happen is your metabolism is actually going to slow down because your, your muscle mass is going down, right? So it's going to make you right. make it harder to lose, lose fat, right? So it's very important that, you know, it's like you optimize your protein intake, your caloric intake, and to be at a slight caloric deficit whenever you are cutting and trying to lose weight because losing weight too fast can result in a lot of muscle mass. It can result in you feeling like, low energy, lethargic, and just like feeling like you're going insane. It's not going to be good for your mental health either, right? Yeah, sure. Your sleep is going to be terrible. Your stress level is going to be at an all-time high. And what happens is binge eating, right? Yeah. That's what well, happens. When, when you go too low on calories, you go insane, and you're just like, I can't do this anymore. And then you binge like crazy, and then you gain all that weight again. So it's very important that, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like people understand the importance of how to structure out your meals, how to structure out your proteins, carbs, fats, caloric intake, um, and also their activity levels and how to manage the timing of the meals as well to make sure that, you know, it's like they're able to have that sanity when they're cutting, right? And I try to make that as easy as possible for the, the clients that I train. What would you say is like the sweet spot for that sanity? So like, for example, like, like you said, you're not deprived of food, right? Yeah. Or if you have too much protein, but you're not having like maybe your veggies or maybe like some of the new phytonutrients that you need yeah. to kind of have those muscle gains. Like, what would you say is like someone's supposed to feel when they're in a healthy caloric deficit, but they're not like feeling like so lethargic and fatigued and stuff like what is like, how's one supposed to feel when they're in the right spot, I guess? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it's like on a scale, like one to 10, you know, one, you're, you're not hungry at all, five being like neutral. Um, and then 10 is just like, dude, you can eat an entire elephant, right? Yeah. It's like, I feel like <laughs> it's it's pretty normal to be around that seven, seven to eight range, right? Um, that that would be pretty normal, you know, it's like to feel like hungry, but not like you're like starving to death, right? So I would typically say like maybe around like seven would be, you know, it's like where I would put good range. So yeah. you're not like super, you feel the hunger, but it's not like, like you're thinking about food all day, every night. And even when that happens, you know, it's like, I recommend clients to chew gum, right. Drink a lot of water, 
Um, and also, you know, it's like have healthy snacks to snack on as well to, you know, it's like compensate with that, you know, it's like hunger um, so that they don't go to bed. They're like, man, I'm thinking about food. I'm dreaming about food. And, you know, it, it just wakes them up in the middle of the night because they're so hungry. So I would say like having that healthy balance is definitely key for sure. What if someone's at a seven and they, like you said, you're like, oh, let's have, have some snacks, but they have like 20 snacks. Then what? Because at that point, it's it's tough to kind of be like, have a little bit, but then they do that binge eating, like you said earlier. Right? Yeah. So, you know, it's like one thing that you can also think about too is identifying those like triggers where, you know, it's like when you're super hungry, it's like naturally what will most people do? They resort to eating whatever is in their fridge, right? Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. just like you get that comfort and that dopamine hit by eating that food. It's like, what are some other ways you can get that dopamine hit? You know without food maybe it'd be going on a walk maybe it'd be going like on a walk and listening to a podcast whether it's you know it's like focusing your attention on other things right or you know it's like going to the gym exercising a little bit right you know it's like doing something to kind of get your mind off that and to get that little dopamine hit you know whenever you're hungry um, is a great way to kind of like offset that as well. No, definitely. I think that's a great point that you bring up because it's distractions do lead to kind of like mini distractions yeah. that kind of take away. Even watching a movie for like two hours, right? That's yeah. still two hours that you're not thinking about food. Yeah. So you could yeah. do that and then just kind of like push your meals later so then you can eat later, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I appreciate that. I think you gave a lot of knowledge in this podcast. So Thank you, man. Now, I guess you want to do a rapid fire round or is there yeah, anything I did not cover? Because I want to make sure that we give you the time. So, no, that's yeah, okay, you know, we can go rapid fire, bro. Okay, let's do it. So cardio or lifting? Uh, lifting. Lifting. Okay, cool. Bench press or deadlift? Bench press. Bench press. Okay. Uh, Chris, Chris Bum or David Goggins? Chris Bum. Okay. Sick. Uh, okay, those three. And then mountains or beaches? Beaches. Why beaches? I feel like for me, you know, it's like, I feel like I have this love for beaches because I think like I really love enjoying sunsets. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know what it is, but you know, it's like for me, like sunsets are more like, man, you know, it's like, I'm just like in awe of like God's creation, man. You know, whenever I'm on a beach, you know, with like my girlfriend or something, I'm just like watching the sunset. I'm like, man. I'm just like looking deep into the ocean. I'm like, man, like God created this, you know, it's like, like, it just makes me feel so small at the same time where I'm just like, man, but it also gives me like a sense of hope, a sense of, you know, it's like winding down as well when I'm like, man, you know, it's like, wow, it's like another day has gone. And I don't know, I just have a love for it. And I'm just like, man, it's like a, a beautiful thing. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love mountains and all that stuff too. Um, but you know, it's like, I, I definitely love, you know, it's like spending some time at the beach during sunset hours, not when it's blazing hot though. <laughs> yeah. The reason I asked you why is because I saw your recent post and you went to Yosemite like me. So yeah. then I was like, yo, like he definitely likes balance, but let me just ask him. If he likes <laughs> so you actually proved me wrong right there, bro. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing a lot of traveling, bro. You know, it's like, the, shit. yeah, yeah this, this uh 
this job allows me to, you know, it's like travel and, you know, it's like train clients at the same time. So, and you get experiences out of it too, right? You can always talk about your experiences through the travel. So win-win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, it's cool. You got to see things. Did you go to Yosemite by yourself, by the way, or did you go? I went went with uh, my girlfriend. Okay, cool. I didn't want to know. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I did like a whole 53, 56 mile hike in three days. And I stayed in the, uh, it's called Camp Curry or something, which is kind yeah. of like because I'm Indian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that. The yeah, show was rapper, bro. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's kind of like messed up. <laughs> it's yeah. fine though. Um, but but I stayed in like a little like cabin by myself, and they were like, don't bring food because the bears will come. And I slept in the darkness with a couple of spiders. Yeah, and I was like, I'm definitely not doing this again. Yeah. But at that point, I was screwed. So. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I could just sit here and complain, but I'm going to go for a walk. And that walk was 56 miles. So Dang, that was good. Awesome, bro. Mad respect to you, bro. Thanks, man. Thanks. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was kind of like I kind of ended, ended it with somebody at the time. And I kind of was like, got a new job and a couple of good things too. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I think I was just like, you know, I think I need to do a, like, I always like looked at the MacBook background. I'm like, damn, this shit's mad nice. I don't believe yeah. it's real. So I just went to Yosemite after that. So I was like, you know, I'll do something to self-reflect, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the best things, you know, it's like to yeah. go out there. Dude, when know. I saw that, I was like, yo, like, I'll definitely get along with this guy, man. Because he, yeah. he definitely, we're in the same, like, mindset, you know, just seeing, like, different things. And it's kind of cool, so. Yeah, you know, it's like the world has so much to offer. And, you know, it's like I feel like I've only experienced, like, a small little portion of it. So, you know, it's like got the rest of my life to you know explore so definitely excited for that for sure yeah definitely dude yeah i think so the thing we're good i think we, we're wrapped for now but uh definitely come on again bro uh, yeah. i definitely want to know the progress you make any new ventures you do uh if you want have the girlfriend come on too i don't yeah. mind um yeah. pretty cool and then any new books you read too so uh, whatever the viewers that are listening to this that are your followers and mine yeah. i think that we want to help them and we want them to kind of see what how you transform as a person yeah. and also relate to you more i think that'll be even better so yeah. definitely you know yeah so. absolutely bro okay awesome well thanks bro appreciate you thanks yep. for coming out